Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passers-by looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Did you know that your internet service provider, like Comcast or Verizon, knows every single website you visit? And what's worse is they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. And the best part is, using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. So if you're like me and believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash hoopball today. Use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash hoopball, and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash hoopball. We got a lot to get into, Bulls fans. Let's fire it up and hit it! The following is a Hoopball presentation. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. I know I've been on hiatus for a while. I've been away, but we are brought to you, as always, by MyBookie, Manscaped, and ExpressVPN. Go check out all three of our awesome sponsors. So first off, apologies for being away for so long. I work in college athletics. March Madness has been effectively madness for me. With the conference basketball tournaments and the NCAA basketball tournament, I haven't had much time to think or breathe or do anything that isn't related to college basketball. But now, as the Bulls come off one of their worst performances of the season, a loss last night to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 103-94, it was time for Arturis Karnishvis to shake things up. Ever since he was hired, we have been waiting for that big move. And the biggest move up until this point from Arturis Karnishvis was hiring Billy Donovan after firing Jim Boylan. But nothing on the player personnel side. They didn't make any trades in the offseason. 
Their only real free agent acquisition was Garrett Temple, which is meant to be more of a depth acquisition for a veteran bench. Now, the Bulls make their move, and they take advantage of a team in the Orlando Magic that is heading toward a full rebuild. Here's the trade. The Bulls acquire two-time All-Star center Nikola Vucevic and Al Farouk Aminu from the Orlando Magic for Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr., and two first-round picks. Those picks will be in 2021 and 2023. Vucevic, and that is how you pronounce his last name, Vucevic, not Vucevic, it is Vucevic, is a bona fide All-Star. He's having a career year this year. He's averaging 24.5 points per game. He's averaging almost 12 rebounds per game. As a center, he's averaging close to four assists per game. He's shooting 48% from the field, and he's shooting 41% from beyond the arc. This is, by the way, of his 10-year NBA career, this is the best three-point percentage that he's ever had. It's the first time that he has ever averaged over 40%. From three-point range, his previous high was 36.4% in his first All-Star season back in 2018-19. What I see in this trade is Arturis Karnishevis wanting to get his own Nikola Jokic. Arturis Karnishevis was primarily responsible for the scouting of Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic is the dictionary definition of a point center. Somebody that can really do it all from the post position. He can shoot, he can body up, he can pass the ball, he can rebound the ball, he can shoot from the outside, he can run the pick and roll. That is what the definition of what we call a point center is. He can handle the ball. And guys like Nikola Jokic are what transcend certain franchises to the next level. If you have somebody that has the type of game as a Nikola Jokic, It just makes it that much easier for your guards to play off the pick and roll and to be able to get open for shots on the perimeter and in the lane. Nikola Vucevic is very similar in that style to Nikola Jokic. You saw Vucevic break out two years ago when he averaged 21 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, shot 52% from the field, shot 36% from beyond the arc, also averaged 3.8 assists per game. That is really where we started to view Nikola Vucevic as a star. This year, he has taken it to a whole nother level and being an elite point center on a Magic team that's going to blow itself up. They're already set to trade Evan Fournier to the Boston Celtics, and more than likely, by the time that you listen to this podcast, Aaron Gordon will have been dealt as well. So the Bulls do this deal because Nikola Vucevic is under contract for two more years. He's making $26 million this year, which, if you're the Bulls, not that big a deal. Why? Because you dealt away $28 million in Otto Porter Jr., and granted, they've already paid a lot of that contract, but they won't have to pay any more of it, and you get a superstar with two years left on his deal. Why the Magic wanted to do this deal is that Otto Porter Jr. is an expiring contract. And they wouldn't have to worry about two more years of Nikola Vucevic at $24 million a year next year and $22 million a year in 2022-23 while the Magic are rebuilding. So the Bulls effectively get a guy that can get them to the playoffs now and is on a two-year deal after this season. I absolutely love it because I think Nikola Vucevic can transcend the pick-and-roll game with Zach Levine. 
He can complement Lowry Markkanen if Markkanen is still here. Markkanen can be more of a stretch three to a four. Patrick Williams, very much the same thing. You can have Williams play more three than four or five. You have a true center at this point. You didn't have that with Wendell Carter Jr., You don't really have that on your roster unless you want to consider Daniel Gafford to be a true center, but he's not a guy that you're going to start. Nikola Vucevic is a guy that is going to start and he's going to play 30 to 35 minutes a night. He's averaging 34.1 minutes per night so far this season, which is the highest average minutes per night in any of his last six years. couple of great stats from Jeff Mangerton of Bulls Radio. Nikola Vucevic has 30 double-doubles this season. The rest of the Bulls team has 24. Nikola Vucevic has more rebounds this season, total rebounds, at 517 than the Bulls' top two rebounders combined in Thad Young at 251 and Wendell Carter Jr. at 250. This stat popped off the page at me. Zach Levine is the only Bull that has made more three-pointers this season than Nikola Vucevic. And it's insane because Levine is a two-guard and Vucevic is a center. Nikola Vucevic is a 6'11", 260-pound center. And he would be second on the Bulls in total three-pointers made. That is how good of an all-around player this guy is. Vucevic also has 167 total assists. The leading bull in that category is Zach Levine with 210. You have gotten a dynamic player with a dynamic body type at 30 years of age that is in his prime and may only get better. The Bulls made this trade to compete for a playoff spot this year and to compete for a top four spot in the Eastern Conference next year and the year after. And depending on how things go, maybe he is still with this team past the 2023 free agency period. The other guy in this deal that the Bulls are getting back, Al Farouk Aminu, he's a solid rotation piece. He has not had a very good year with Orlando. He's only averaging 5.5 points per game, 4.2 rebounds per game. But in the games that he's played, he's averaging close to 22 minutes. He's shooting over 40% from the field and from three-point range, he's not good. But he's a solid rotation guy that's going to get you 20 to 25 minutes a night. But the body type at 6'8", 220, he fits into the Bulls' idea of positionless basketball, of the guy that can play anywhere from the 2 to the 4, that can handle the ball, and that can play in the post. And Al Farouk Aminu is not a guy that's going to put you over the top, but he's a good complimentary piece. What he is is another version of Garrett Temple. He's a version of Garrett Temple that's going to make $10 million next year, But he's another version of Garrett Temple and more than likely the guy that will be the Garrett Temple of the 2021-2022 Chicago Bulls if the Bulls decide to not hang on to Garrett Temple next year. And I think Garrett Temple is a guy that is valuable, but if you have somebody else that's like him and that's younger than him, as Al Farouk Aminu is, then it makes a whole lot of sense to put him in that place. The Bulls roster is going to be very different come the start of next season. But this is somebody that can help you win this season by being a contributor on the defensive end and being a good system guy on offense. That's what Al Farouk Aminu is going to be to the Bulls at this point. But looking at where the Magic are in the arc of their franchise, they didn't want to pay Al Farouk Aminu $10 million as a guy that's entering his early 30s on a team that's looking to rebuild. 
They don't want anybody over 30 at this point. And the only reason they took on Otto Porter Jr. is that they don't have to deal with his contract next year. If you want something very valuable 25 years from now, I would highly recommend an Orlando Magic Otto Porter Jr. jersey. And pick yourself up, if you can find it, whether or not Topps is going to print a deadline update set, go get yourself an Otto Porter Jr. Magic basketball card. It will be the cameo to end all cameos. Otto Porter Jr. in Orlando Magic Colors. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will discuss the end of Wendell Carter Jr.'s Bulls career, the two picks that are going to Orlando in this trade, and why the Bulls may not be done. You are listening to the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast on the Hoopball Network. The Bulls have acquired Nikola Vucevic from the Orlando Magic along with Al Farouk Aminu in exchange for Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two future first-round picks. We'll be back after this. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers, Rodgers or Mahomes, and I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with MyBookie. MyBookie's rep is rock solid and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for Major League Baseball's opening day and the NCAA tournament. You know me, and you know that I don't give my stamp of approval very easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do, and MyBookie is the best sportsbook out there, period. It's simple. Sign up. Enter promo code HoopBall and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. Head over to MyBookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best, bet with MyBookie. Welcome on back to the HoopBall Chicago Bulls podcast. The Bulls acquire two time All Star center Nikola Vucevic and Al Farouk Aminu from the Orlando Magic in exchange for Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr., and two first round picks. I want to put a bow on Wendell Carter Jr.'s career because this is somebody that I thought would turn into the point center that the Bulls just acquired in Vucevic. Wendell Carter Jr. was never really comfortable. He played for three different head coaches during his time in Chicago. Remember, the start of his rookie year was the final straw for Fred Hoiberg. Then he had to go with a year and a half of the disastrous reign of Jim Boylan and then started off this year with Billy Donovan. Carter really struggled to find his footing this year. His rebounding average was at about 8. The year before, it was at 9.4. His points-per-game average was at 10.9. That decreased slightly from his points-per-game average last year of 11.3. His field goal percentage went down. It went down from 53.4 last year to 51.2 this year. And this is somewhat significant. His minutes per game went down from 29.2 last year to 24.8 this year. Through his first two seasons in Chicago... Carter started every game that he played. So he only played 44 games in 2018-19. He started all 44. He only played 43 games last year. He started all 43. He played in 32 games this year. Seven times he came off the bench. The only real significant increase for Wendell Carter Jr. was in his three-point percentage. It went all the way up to 36.4. Carter had good games at times. 
There were also games that he just flat out disappeared. And I would say in particular his last five games. So last night against Cleveland, seven points, nine boards, three of five from the field, just 22 minutes. And the Bulls' 25-point loss to Utah, six points, eight boards in 18 minutes. On Sunday at Detroit, four points and three boards in 14 minutes. At Denver, 23 minutes, six points, six rebounds, five assists. And then in the loss at home to San Antonio on St. Patrick's Day, 10 points, six rebounds in 17 minutes. Wendell Carter Jr. was just playing himself out of the rotation. He was not the kind of guy that Billy Donovan really envisioned as a part of his system long term. There is talent there. But the problem for Wendell Carter Jr. is that the talent was not showing itself on a consistent basis. We would have flashes from Wendell Carter Jr. where we'd be like, whoa, this guy could be a double-double machine. And then there are other times where we're just befuddled by the lack of production. And I think a fresh start is a good idea for him. And he can start every game in Orlando. He can play 30 minutes a night. They can let him sink on the fly. Now, Orlando has to decide whether or not they want to extend Wendell Carter Jr. by the beginning of next year. He's in the third year of his four-year rookie deal, but he'll be a part of their team next year. And if they can get him on a value contract moving forward, that's going to be the starting four or starting five in Orlando for the next four to five years. Whether or not he does stay there long term, that depends upon the Magic's plan moving forward. But as they try and dump salary, I imagine that Wendell Carter Jr. in what I assume is going to be a more value-added contract when he does hit free agency is going to be seen as a much better option than keeping Nikola Vucevic for $22 to $24 million a year. The Bulls are going to be willing to pay that because the Bulls are on the ascent, the Magic are on the descent. You can see because they're going to trade Evan Fournier, they just did that to the Boston Celtics, and by the time you listen to this show, they will have already traded Aaron Gordon. That decision has basically been written in stone for the last week or so. The first round picks, look, you have to trade first round picks to get an asset like Nikola Vucevic. The Magic held all of the cards, and somebody was going to pay a lot for Nikola Vucevic. The Bulls look at it as, well, we would rather take a sure thing than a lottery ticket. And I'm okay with that. You can say that first-round picks are valuable, and they can be. But I think picking up two and a half years of Nikola Vucevic is a lot better than potentially having Zaire Williams as your first-round draft pick and not having any idea whether or not he's going to end up being the type of star that people thought he would be as he entered his freshman year at Stanford. And in this year's NBA draft in particular, unless you're in the top two spots— and you have the opportunity to select Cade Cunningham or Evan Mobley, then there's really no sure thing. Now, a lot of people would be like, well, Jalen Green could be a sure thing, him playing for G League Ignite. Jalen Suggs could be a star, him of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. But Nikola Vucevic is a sure thing. He is guaranteed to be a 20-point, 10-rebound-a-game guy for the next two to three years. That's what you got. That's a guy that can get you over the top. That's a lot more valuable than questioning whether or not Wendell Carter Jr. will ever be what his potential says he will be and whether or not either of the first-round picks that you traded away can equal what Nikola Vucevic is now. And more than likely, they won't. And if they will, 
It won't be for another five to seven years. And as we record this, the Bulls have made another trade, and we will analyze this after another commercial break, because the Washington Wizards have sent Troy Brown and Mo Wagner to the Bulls for Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchison. So we will take one more break, and we will break down the Bulls' acquisition of Mo Wagner and Troy Brown from the Washington Wizards for Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchison. You are locked in to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast on the Hoop Ball Network. This tournament season, take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors, Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using code HOOPBALL20 for our exclusive offer. Your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect, but with the Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and ball pubes are. The Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and number one overall seed this season. Included in this package is the Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admit that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This amazing bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. I can't believe I'm reading this. It checks every box for a Final Four run. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene and keep you fresh, ready for anything. Get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Talk about comfort, the boxers are my favorite. Every purchase at manscaped.com goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code HOOPBALL20. When things get hairy, make sure you call on Manscaped in clutch time. Welcome back into the HoopBall Chicago Bulls podcast here on the HoopBall Network. While we were recording our analysis of the Nikola Vucevic trade, word came down that the Bulls are acquiring Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner from the Washington Wizards in exchange for Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchison. Let's start with Troy Brown Jr. This was a former first-round pick by the Wizards in 2018. This season, he's averaging 4.3 points per game in 13 and a half minutes off the bench. He's shooting about 30% from three, 37% from the field. This is somebody that had high upside coming out of Oregon. He's having, all things considered, a down year. He averaged 10.4 points per game last year, shooting 44% and was 34% from beyond the arc. He averaged 5.6 boards per game last year to go along with 2.5 assists per game. He's a pretty good defender. He averaged 1.2 steals per game as a part of the 2019-2020 Washington Wizards. 
He was taken in the same draft as Wendell Carter Jr., which means that he has one more guaranteed year on his contract. He's making $3.3 million this year. He'll be making $5.1 million next year. I think this is a good option for the Bulls because he's another guy that, again, can play positionless basketball. He can be a slasher. He's 6'6". He fits the same type of mold as a Patrick Williams, as a Garrett Temple. He's not going to wow you offensively. This is another guy that they want to take a look at, see what he is, and then evaluate whether or not he can be a part of your future. Because at this point, taking a flyer on somebody like Troy Brown is a lot better than rolling out Chandler Hutchison again. Troy Brown is a better version of Chandler Hutchison. That's what I view this to be. That's what I hope that this will be if you're the Chicago Bulls. I'm more intrigued by Mo Wagner. Because Mo Wagner is 6'11", he can play the true center position. He was a first-rounder in 2018 by the Lakers, was shipped off to the Wizards after one season where he played very minimally. He's not having a great year this year. He's only averaging 7.1 points per game, and he's only playing 15 minutes a night. But Mo Wagner is a very good shooter. He shoots 51% from the field, 31% from beyond the arc. He shot 55% from the field last year in 45 games, averaging 19 minutes per game. He is a more skilled 6'11 body. And when I look at Mo Wagner, I look at him as a less refined Nikola Vucevic. The Bulls effectively just picked up two of the same player, except one of them is going to be a starter and an all-star, and the other one is going to be a bench guy that'll play about 15 to 20 minutes per night. And I will say this, I like Mo Wagner a lot better than I like Wendell Carter Jr., and I like him a whole heck of a lot better than I like Daniel Gafford. And I only say that because Wagner is a much better shooter than either of those two guys. If you're talking about all-around game, I'd say Wendell Carter Jr. probably had the best all-around game. Carter is a much better rebounder than Mo Wagner. But for somebody like Wagner to be able to shoot over 50% from the field, to be able to step out and hit the three-pointer at a 31% clip as a 6'11 guy, that is somebody that you have to take a chance on. From his days at Michigan, I believed that Mo Wagner could change the game when he is on the floor. And I hope that the Bulls give him an opportunity to play at least 20 minutes a night and see what he could provide as somebody that can effectively run the offense from the high post and play that point center type of position. He's not nearly as good of a passer as Nikola Vucevic is, but give him a chance to play a few minutes and see what he can do. His contract situation, pretty much the same as Wendell Carter and Troy Brown. He's making just $2.1 million this season. His team option was declined for next year, so he's an unrestricted free agent after this year. But the Bulls more than likely could get him on a pretty cheap deal coming back next year if they wanted to keep him. Mo Wagner, to me, is a less skilled Lowry Markkinen. And that brings me into my next point. Does Lowry Markkinen stick around for the rest of this year? If he's not going to be a part of this team moving into next year, then why is he still on the roster? Would the Bulls consider signing him if they feel like in the last 30-something games of this year that he could be a part of their future? Maybe. His body type fits what the Bulls want to do. 
But Markkinen is also somebody that has these consistency problems. There are reports out that the Bulls are interested in Bradley Beal, and I am sure that if the Bulls went out and got Bradley Beal, that is going to net the Wizards, Lowry Markkinen, and more than likely Kobe White. So Markkinen is still out there, and if it's Lonzo Ball that they pick up, that's more than likely a straight swap, maybe a couple of picks that are going to New Orleans in exchange for Lonzo Ball. I think Lonzo Ball can become that pure point guard that the Bulls have been desperately needing. Zach Levine becomes that true two guard, and Kobe White is the combo guard that will give you 25 to 30 minutes as a bench guy. That's what I envision for the Bulls. I think that if you had a three-guard combo that all play over 25 minutes in Zach Levine, Kobe White, and Lonzo Ball. Heck, over 30 minutes for each of them, maybe around the range of 25 to 30 for one of those three guys. You've got a really interesting dynamic moving forward. And I'm excited if I'm a Bulls fan. Whether Lowry is here by the end of the day, whether he's gone by the end of the day, what this roster looks like, how they start playing. And look, I will tell you this. Even though I've been busy... I haven't recorded much recently because this Bulls team has quite frankly become disappointing. The offense started to stagnate. They just weren't putting up the same type of performances that they were even when they were losing in close games in the early part of the year. The 25-point loss against the Jazz was a big reason why I think the Bulls made this move. And the loss to Cleveland last night where they just looked pathetic is another reason why Arturis Karnishvist said... It's time to stop messing around. We have to get rid of the soft-mindedness in this locker room, and let's move forward and put together a roster of guys that can compete for a playoff spot this year and can compete to be the best team in the Eastern Conference over the next three years. That's where the Bulls are at. They know that Zach Levine is a star. They know they have something special potentially in Patrick Williams, and they know that Kobe White, when put in the right role, can be a really darn good combo guard. Other than that, everything is wide open. Do the Bulls hang on to Thad Young? I haven't seen anything today about Thad Young potentially moving on. Maybe the Bulls want to keep Thad Young. Maybe they feel like he's a part of this team for the next two to three years. We know how good of a relationship he has with Zach Levine. Maybe the Bulls recognize that keeping Thad Young around is really important for Zach Levine's continued development. We shall see. But on that note, we're going to say goodbye. A gigantic morning of Bulls trades. We'll see if there are any more by the end of the day. If there are, we'll come at you again with another show. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Welcome to Chicago, Nikola Vucevic. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. All right, friends, it's Hoop Ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoopball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the 
fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years. And new this year for HoopBall, we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our Fantasy Pass, Draft Guide, Brewski 150, our new DFS Pass, premium in-season tools, as well as our wager pass for sports bettors. Everything you need, we've got you covered. 365 around the clock, Hoop Ball Tools is your one-stop shop for your NBA treasure trove of fantasy need-to-know information. All that you need and more, check us out. Head to hoop-ball.com or follow at HoopBallFantasy on Twitter now. Check it out. Give us a follow. Get your tools and win your league. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.